Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to everything you need to know about music. Where tonight I, Jason, and sitting with my friend Seth. Say what's up, Seth. What's up? Kevin. Hello, Jason. Hello, listeners. And Michael. Say what's up, Mikey. Hey, Jason. Happy New Year again. This will be podcast number two for the new year, which I'm kind of excited to do. Um, let's, before we announce the topic of tonight's episode, what are you guys listening to now? Let's do the segment, This Is My Jam. Mikey, why don't you start it off? What are you listening to now? Yeah, so this is uh, something I've been playing a lot lately. And uh, the significance of this song is I was, this was Pandora 15 years ago. Okay. Just heard it. It rocked. I had no clue who sang it, knew nothing about it. It just, uh, hit just you. came on, hit me. And, uh, you know, my running mix these days, it's, it's been a favorite of mine. Okay. All right. Nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. About to say this. Go ahead. What is it? Queens of the Stone Age. This Queens of the Stone Age, no one knows. Nice. Really. Yeah, that'll get you moving. Very good nice. Very good that is good. I'm up. And I, I found out years later that playing drums is Dave Grohl. So a little less. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Had to put the Foo Fighters in there somewhere, didn't you? I sure did. That's awesome. All right, good song. What's the name of it again? No One Knows by Queen. No One Knows. I love it that Mike's shtick is to put somehow the somehow. Foo Fighters in everything. This I is do, my jam. It's I, I do like that. This is Dave, Dave Grohl that you mentioned. Is he... Is he famous? I don't, I'm not famous. <laughs> yeah, right. He's somewhat famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Sethi, you're next. What is your jam now? Off mic, we were just kind of discussing hip-hop, and, and I'm into it. So this this group, um, my brother got me into, and this group got me into hip-hop. And the first three albums of theirs were that essential albums for me, and still are. They had a riff with Tommy Boy, and you haven't been able to listen to them forever. And it kills me. What as, was that about? As Why? An Why? I have no idea. Licensing, just for something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, I'd have yeah. to. I'd have to dig more into right, it. I think right. it's you know they probably weren't getting paid for their work. You know, right, more than, right, I have right, no idea. Right, right. But it was it was some dispute over that. So finally, they came to an agreement, and finally, they released a date where they're going to release their first three albums. Uh, this is from um, De La Soul, and they've released one song so far. That's it. Yes, and oh so goodness. it's a teaser, and I'm like, all right, well, it's my jam now because I can't, I can't get enough of De La Soul and, and their first three albums again. So you've not been uh, able to stream any songs whatsoever uh, until not from this the first three one. albums. For, right, for, yep. just for yep. this one. Oh, yep. my God. Okay, go. Yep. And it was most recently also featured in this uh, one of the Spider-Man movies, so it's kind of giving oh, some no kidding. notoriety. Yeah, yeah, which was cool. What's the song? It's called The Magic Number. Oh, yeah, three. I remember when this came out. Loved it. Great. I just felt like they were different at the time and they had the hippie status that I thought was Do you remember the video? Cool. I do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so that is, uh, that currently is my jam. They were so different. And it's, at the time. And the song is, it's a schoolhouse rock song, right? Isn't it, isn't it three? Yeah. 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 It's school yeah. rock. Yeah. 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 They used a lot of old samples and eclectic weird Man. samples. And, and I think that was actually, now that you mentioned it, I think that was the riff with Tommy Boy is they had oh. so many samples um, uh, they they sampled they so them. much yeah. on their on their songs. That song right there looped probably what we just heard probably looped you know seven eight samples. Right. They looped so much right. uh, within their music that so maybe they had um, to get proper licensing and yeah, crediting yeah, yeah, yeah. into. Oh, that's I a think nightmare. So yeah, I, I think so. You. Now that Nat's coming back to me, but anyway. So there you go. That's that's my jam. So check out the old song. All right, my my turn. Um, this is my jam. Recently, I really do like this guy. We're gonna stay in the hip hop arena here this is mac miller and the name of this song is called the spins i'm doing this for mike because i think he's gonna like the beat on this it's got a kind of a groovy background but i think he'll like his raps i don't know if you're a mac miller fan i don't know a lot of his stuff but i like see if you dig this Wanna get a mansion, a jacuzzi, a theater to watch my movies, couple whips and lots of fancy things. The kids they call the goonies. See the future, crystal ball. So, um, he's he's pretty cool in the sense that he's this white rapper with amazing bars, and he's got a real cool style. But he's also from Pittsburgh. Yeah, I did know that. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. All right, and, yeah. and I could definitely dig that song out. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay, because yeah. the yeah, hook, like the sample. 
you might know. Anyway, I don't want to spend too much time on it. This is The good. Spins by Mac Miller, and nice. this album, Kids, is, is pretty good, so check that one out. Wait, it's good stuff. Being from Pittsburgh, does he ever rip on the Browns? Um, Cleveland Browns? Because we have a Cleveland he, Browns fan. He does quite a bit. Good. Um, <laughs> he also talks about Pittsburgh and these, like, the special cookie shop and stuff that is in Pittsburgh that I don't know about. And there's a lot of Pittsburgh references. Him and Wiz Khalifa are, yeah. like, the two yep. Pittsburgh dudes. Yep. And they talk a lot about the Steelers and a bunch of different stuff from that area. So this might be like my entry point it might in, be. into rap. And, it into might more be. Rap. If I was to take you into like, like try and convert you, he right. isn't the person I would use, but maybe that's a different approach that I could. There we go. Yeah. Side door. Side door. So. All right, Kev, what is your jam? All right, here's my jam. You ready? Don't know it. Don't know it. Mikey? Mikey? I know it. I can't think of the name. Seth, you heard this? I, you know, I don't think it is. It sounds like Billy Corgan. It's not, is it? It's well, it, it's kind of around that same era. Um, not Billy Corgan. It is the Plan by Built to Spill. Ooh, okay. So, which I know Mike has gotten yep. into recently. Yep. Okay. Um, so they're an indie band that formed in the '90s, um, and that's the lead-off tune to their 1999 album, a masterpiece. It's called "Keep It Like a Secret." Um, now, I don't know we, how you are with lead-off. Uh, songs too. You, you know I love a lead off. Yes, too, you right? do. Um, all right. So the reason this is my jam is because I saw them in concert recently. Oh, of course. Wait, I say recently. It's been five months. <laughs> okay. Um, it's, it's amazing how much how fast time goes by yeah. as yeah. we age, right? Yeah. It reminds me of like a thirty three player, like a thirty three yep. RPM. Yep. You know, on, on the outside grooves, it takes a long time to make that revolution. Like the closer you get to the center, the yeah. closer you get to the end. Yeah, so I like that analogy. Yeah. Very, nice. Ta- Very nice. Time is like a thirty three LP. Um, but so I, it was five months ago. We we had been planning this podcast we're doing today for for a few months. Yeah, and I think my travel helped uh, push it out further and further. So, anyways, I saw them in New Haven, Connecticut, uh, with my buddy Pat, who lives in Brooklyn, and we hit one of your favorites, Jason. <gasps> did you, Frank Peppy's? Yes. Uh, that was my first foray into New what Haven did you think? style pizza. We split a white clam pizza <gasps> and a tomato pie. And a regular and yes. a tomato pie. Oh, and I'll tell you what, pie, yes. be honest. Were, Absolutely magnificent. It's unbelievable, right? Fantastic. <gasps> Fantastic. I'm so glad you um, But you know what else was magnificent? Tell me. It was Built to Spill's performance at that concert. Huh. Um, they opened for Wilco, who's yep. a much a bigger band today. Um, I think they were probably on equal footing in the 90s. But I got to tell you, I think Built to Spill, they blew the headliners away. There's so much more energy that yeah. they had. They wanted um, And, you know, I think it's probably one of the only concerts I've ever been to. Where I've been more impressed with the opening act wow. versus the performers we shelled all that. No kidding, for. and I love Wilco. Oh, that's cool. um, yeah, right. But they were a little more. Do you, you know, think it had something to do with maybe you didn't know what to expect and it were kind of just wowed you? I, I think that I think part of it was that I'd never seen Built to Spill. I'd seen Wilco before. Wilco's album this year was good, um, but I think they're getting a little bit older. And you know, right. whereas Built to Spill is he. There's one guy that pretty much um, heads it up. And uh, he he's still like fifty years old now, but he's still wow. absolutely belting it so out. So you know me and my music taste. You think something I should explore and learn I think, about? Ch- you ch- think I would like ch- it? Check out some of the Bill, built to spill catalog for okay. sure. I will so. indeed. All right, well done. All right, well done, everybody. Um, let's get into tonight's podcast and the topic and theme. Kev, do you want to go on your tangent now, or do you want me to introduce it first? No, no, that was my tangent. We're done. <laughs> oh, We're okay. Done. Oh, wow. All right, nice. All right, so tonight. As Kevin had alluded to, we have been uh, talking about this for quite some time. What we're going to do tonight is we have chosen songs. We, we don't know who everyone else chose. But we chose songs, and the topic is songs that were made better because of the movies that they were in. So, a couple of things before we get started. It can't be a song... That was specifically written for a movie. So, for example, can't be this. 1984, number one hit, but doesn't count. Number one hit. Number really? one hit. Oh, yeah. This was huge. The movie it was, was big. Huge. It was huge. It was huge. Right? right. I don't right. think in the yeah. mid-80s there was anything bigger. Wow. Really? Movie-wise. And you know, what, you know what's a shame is it was our entry point for most of us to Ray Parker Jr. Yeah. And you go back and listen to all the other stuff that he's done. Like I know. The radio stuff. Do you think it like changed so, him as a... I probably, right? Because I don't think... What did he ever do what after else? this? I know. Right? Right. <laughs> we talked about that, too. Yeah. Maybe he just retired because he didn't have to do anything. Well, that, I mean, like, I'm just going to live off the ghost butter. But, but, so that, 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 that doesn't count. That's a very good point. That wouldn't count. 
because it was made specifically right, for it. Right, this, right. this doesn't count, but yet it makes the movie, but it doesn't count because it was made for right. the movie. Vangelis? It was actually made, yeah, Vangelis, yeah, very good. Oh, the Greek, yeah, Vangelis. yeah, that's right. For the film, this is obviously Chariots of Fire, 1981. Mm-hmm. 81, bro. Yeah, would, You yeah. wouldn't know that I grew up in a Greek community. Is <laughs> how bad I mispronounce that. That's all right, everyone does. All right, we know this one. This obviously doesn't count either. 1978, Greece. Great song, but again, made for the movie. This doesn't count as much as I would have chosen it. Any of the Bond yeah. songs oh, yeah, that yeah, were yeah, made yeah, yeah. for the Bond movies. Yeah. This so is Duran Duran, View to a Kill. View to a Kill. Wow. Okay. 1985. Yeah. Didn't realize that Duran Duran made a Bond song. In that same vein, recently, this is Shallow, Lady Gaga Ooh, and yeah. Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Great That's song. Good. Great song. Yeah. Big hit. Don't know if it was number one, but it was way up there recently. Be. Nah, 2019. Did that win the uh, Oscar? It did. Did it? Great song. She kills it. Yeah, and he does amazing. extremely well as well. She's amazing. Doesn't count. But I'm saying all of that to say... That then my song, my first song, and by the way, I'm just going to steal it and go first, by the way. You just did. Yeah, I just did. Um, This one doesn't count. Oh, come on. I didn't know. Yeah. I honestly thought it was was chosen for the movie. It was chosen afterwards, but it was made specifically for the movie. Absolutely. Didn't know. You knew that? Oh, yeah. God, I didn't I'm, know I'm, that. I'm a little older than you guys, too. So yeah, but this, not by much. This, this, was 19, this is 1982, this number one. Yeah. Mm. Sylvester Stallone originally wanted to use Queen's Another One Bites the Dust. Oh, wow. But he, but but Freddie Mercury said no. Wouldn't give him the license. No wouldn't kidding. Give him, uh, no. So he went wow. to Survivor and said, would you write a song? And after looking and screening some of the beginning parts of the movie, they actually coordinated the beat. And some of the movements to, uh, to, to wow. the way that yeah, Sylvester yeah, Stallone yeah. moved. So, as much as I love this song, and to love me, movie. made the movie, Rocky yeah. Three doesn't count. Rocky Three? Yeah, it's Rocky Three. Rocky well, Three. Listen, wow, ma- I didn't know that. This made Survivor, right? Because yes. Survivor did songs yes. on Rocky Four as well. Yep. No so. kidding, really. Yep. Rocky Four is. So excellent. That one doesn't count, even though that's my first one. I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna nail out this one," because this. I mean, when you come on. Do you guys remember that part of yeah. the movie? I mean, of it's course. just it's epic, right? So when you when you brought this up, my my thought was, what songs make me immediately think of the movie? You know, you have like memories and things associated with sure. music, with sense, whatever, right? Uh, with sounds. Um, so that was my first thought, and this one is like you hear that song, you immediately think of Rocky. Yes, right. Yes, but of it was for it. But it right. was for okay. it, yeah, so yeah, it yeah, doesn't right. count. Yeah. Yep. So yep. It, again, it, this has to be songs that were made before the movie, but made better in our opinion okay. by the movie. Can Can I talk a little bit about the genesis of this? How we Absolutely. Got to this? Go ahead. Yeah. Um, so when we were doing the the covers that are better than uh, than the original right. one. Um, we just started, we were hanging out, I think we were having a couple of glass of wine, you know, and, and, and having a good time afterwards, kind of the after party to right. everything you want right. to know about right. music. Right. Um, and I remarked about your movie pictures that you have outside on yes. your landing yep. here on, yep. on the way up to, yep. Jason's got this great recording studio. We call it a bonus room here in Florida because <laughs> we don't have basements. Um, everything's cool set up. And, and on the way up, he's got pictures um, on the staircase, classics like The Godfather, um, Pulp Fiction is on there. Saving Private Ryan. Yep. Um, my my twelve favorite movies. Your twelve favorite movies. That's what those Clockwork are. Orange. I think yep, is on correct. there too, right? Yep. Wow. yep. And what I told you guys is that I think I have seen maybe three I know. of the twelve. It was depressing. So I am not. I, I'm a huge music guy, um, obviously, but movie wise, it's it's a part of culture that I just haven't really got much into. Yeah. Um and and so because you know you guys were shocked. Which can I seen, can right? I pause you for just a second? Yes. Which looking at your brother Mike, I'm actually curious about this. Because you're such a movie guy. We went to right. so many movies. We are always talking movies. Movies were as, cool. as big as as music, but I've never asked you this question. What's bigger in your life? Movies or music? Probably movies. Movies. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I honestly just thought of that because I know how important movies are to you. Yeah. And I'm I'm shocked, Kev, that that you just didn't ever have that experience. It just your movies are nowhere near as important no. as as music is. No, not not even close. Like, what about, I, Seth, what about you? Music is uh, now. I've I've said before, my my parents are 
uh, my dad was a music teacher. My my grandparents were in you know music directors in the choir, all that stuff. So right. music's been much bigger for me. But movies are still big. Movies are huge. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Yes. I think I yes. think Kevin would put like popcorn and crackers over movies. <laughs> movies are way down. Really interesting. <laughs> yeah, so probably the only. I mean, the only movies I go to see these days are movies with my children. Yeah. yeah. Well, for, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. It changes. Right. Yeah. It has yeah. Been, right. Uh, so we talked about that and about you know uh, about movies. I don't know many things about movies, but I said I know I know songs though that that are in movies. Right. Um, I said, but I, I'm a little concerned that you know because of my 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 time period for movies is basically like the early 80s okay. into the early 90s comedies for the most part okay and then and then Cl- those know, classic comedies those classic yeah. comedies yeah, yeah. So, okay um, okay do you want to start yeah if i could okay as i mentioned i got a very narrow amount of movies in my bandolier so to say pretty much again just the comedies from 82 to 94 um, but from the time that mike and i and our brother matt um, we're consuming flicks on HBO, right? Okay. As kids in the yep, 80s. Right. Um, you know, until I went to college. Once I went to college, like the movie thing kind of shut off completely for me. Oh, wow. Um, so the songs that I picked, I think bec- they, they became more popular for our generation, right? I'm, I'm Gen X. You guys are Gen X. Um, whereas like our baby boomer parents, when they listen to the songs that I'm, that I'm going to play tonight... Um, they may say, well, wait a second. No, I knew this much better. Gotcha. Um, you know, just as a song itself. Right. Um, you know, and I think it's similar to something that happened just in 2022. I don't watch much TV either, but my kids do. Okay. And my wife does. I'm going to play a song that had, came back to, uh, to prominence here in t- 2022 to give you an example of what I'm talking about. Okay. Show, from the show, right? Okay. So this is Kate Bush's uh, running run up, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. It, I can't believe it's resurgence. Unbelievable, right? right? And and, yeah. and so, so a lot of the kids today are going to say, "Oh my God!" You know, I I recognize that song because yeah. of Stranger Things. Right. That's that's what makes it special to me. Yes. Whereas you know we knew it growing up because it was a. But this is a perfect example. I think that the show made the song better. Right. The yeah. song wasn't that big when we were. It wasn't that big of a deal, was it? What? Was it? Maybe more from and, and probably because I've listened to this album like about a hundred times oh, in the oh, past okay. few years. All I right. really, really enjoy Kate Bush. I, in doing the one thousand and one albums, you got to hear before you die. Right, Kate Bush, you know, has come across a couple times with some of her albums. No Great kidding. Stuff. So I think that's part wow. of it. But clearly, Stranger Things made this a much bigger deal. For sure. Right? Okay. For sure. All right. Good. Good one. Okay. That is good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So with that, let me switch over to uh, my first entry. Okay. Uh, into songs from a movie that became more popular, or at least I think more popular because it's in a movie. Let me know if you can spot this one. Yeah, good one. Just take those old records off. All right, yeah. yeah, right. So the song, great one. Yeah, good call. I didn't. Think I think one. you're correct. Great song, Bob Seger. I don't think it would have been as iconic of a thing if it wasn't for the movie. Well, I'll give I think you that. It, when it comes on, you think of Tom. You Bruce think of Tom Bruce sliding the across with yes. the with the socks and the right. shirt. Yes. So, this of course is Bob Seger's old time rock and roll, um, popularized by by Risky Business. Yep. Um, song was originally released in 1979 on the album Stranger in Town. Okay. And it was released as a single as well. Uh, reached number 28 on the Billboard Hot 100, but Wow, yeah, as we just discussed, for many of us, uh, it became much more well known because of Tom Cruise's iconic scene when he's sliding in there in his stocking feet and his pink Oxford sh- dress shirt. Uh, oh, was it pink? I thought it was white. Pink. My mind's eye. Yeah, yeah, is it pink? Yeah, and, 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 yeah, and his tidy whiteies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, lip syncing to the song, right? Yeah, with the glasses on. Yeah. Yep. Remember lip syncing because that, that, that might be a key to many of the things I that I'm doing about here. that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's singing into the canvas That's right, the first, yeah. Yeah. and then <laughs> runs over to, to the fireplace later, dances over to, saunters over, I guess, to the Because he's to home the alone, right? I he's home alone. Yeah, his so, parents left. Yeah, so, so okay. right before it, um, you see him, he's eating like a Swanson's TV dinner in a metal tray, right? <laughs> right? He pours, and he's, I think he's 17. I think he's supposed to be 17. Okay. Because he's getting ready to go to college, going to Princeton. Uh. Um, he pours himself a healthy pour of Chivas Regal, <laughs> right? <laughs> Tops off with, with just a splash of Coke. And then after that, after he consumes his Swanson dinner, you know, probably a Salisbury steak with, right. uh, yeah. with, with mashed potatoes, um, he starts singing this song. That's great. Um, and, uh, you know, so it came out in 1983, the movie, so about four years after the song was so released. So it's relatively, like, 
pretty pretty close like in, in, in popular in time, or, right. or yeah right right, right. The current I relevant say. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, right, yeah right 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 and uh, you know so right. it, it it's one of those movies where you know of course all sorts of heck breaks loose when right. you know he turns his parents' house basically into a brothel because his dad's Porsche 928 <laughs> fell into right. a fell into the lake right he's got to get it repaired doesn't have the money to do it that's right um, that's right <laughs> and uh, you know. It, Hilarity ensues, of course. I will, um, I will give you that one. That's definitely a great. That's a good one. Song. Yeah. Yep. So, good one. Perfect. Yeah. Well that's done. my first one. All right. Well done, Sethy. Oh sure. Yeah, All right. Now I'm I'm um I've got a bunch. Okay. So I uh, I don't know which to choose. I mean, like the obvious ones or, or more of the, the the deep tracks, if you will. How about if I may make it sure, where it, to you it was more important? Like you like okay. It was more important yeah. to you the song, yeah, because of the movie, yeah, or than necessarily like statistically. Well, okay, then, then then this one I will say was was featured in a movie. I don't think it necessarily became bigger. This is one of my favorite movies of all time, um, and it falls. I'm going to piggyback off of off of Kevin here because it kind of falls within that time range and within the comedy all range. Right, okay, right. Um, and every time I hear it now, it's a Phenomenal song. I think you all will like it. But every time I hear it, I think of a specific scene. So here you okay, go. Okay, all right. Let's go. see if we can guess it. Oh, God. This is on my list. Uh-oh. So good. So good. Do you guys know? You John, know. John can't. Oh, of course. Oh, my God. The best. One of the best scenes of all when time. When he's smoking a cigarette, oh, playing the piano on the dashboard. On the dashboard. Oh, Lane's trains and automobiles. Yes. It's so good. And I love Ray Charles, but, but I mean. Uh, absolutely. It, when he does a little piano twills with his like, fingers up on the side of the dashboard. Like, oh, my goodness. Well, you know, we, we talked in the last podcast about Ferris Bueller's Day Off and, and yeah. Twist and Shout. Right. John Hughes yeah. was so good. So using good. Music yes. Yeah, that's movies, a good point. Right? Yeah. So, obviously, John Hughes. Yeah. Uh, I'm a humongous Ray Charles fan. Oh, humongous. Huge. Me too. However... It is here that I heard in the movie that I heard that song first. Me too. Right. Yeah, yep. and you know, actually, in the same in the same vein, because it's John Hughes' Christmas Vacation when he plays um, Ray Charles uh, when when Chevy Chase is sitting in the attic. Oh yeah, and he plays. Yeah. Uh, I forget the name of the song, but um, feels like Christmas or so that feeling of Christmas yeah, or yeah, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one every time every time I hear that Christmas song, I'm like, and and that, I think of the attic scene. That right. like. Prompted me to search it. Okay, where is that Ray Charles? Yeah. That is a beautiful Christmas song. I love it. But anyway, yeah, absolutely so that is, fantastic. That is my uh, that's my. First In fact, big that fan. roughly twenty minutes of film when he's going the wrong way down the highway. Oh my! Gosh. And Steve Martin's asleep, and he's doing all that is <laughs> and his hands absolutely are hilarious. The, it's so and good. yeah, and he's caught in the cigarette. Oh, <laughs> it's so. I mean, that movie is just phenomenal. One of my favorites. Wonderful fantastic. choice. I forgot yeah. about that one. Yeah. Great one. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. great. All right, Mikey, you're up. That's so great. <laughs> All right, you guys set the bar high here. Yes, two uh, great ones. Uh, this this song is from a movie that came out in 2000. It's a little more recent. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I won't It's know a it. pretty big movie. Nominated for four Academy Awards. Ooh. Won Best Original Screenplay. And also won the 2001 Grammy for Best Soundtrack. Oh, okay. Uh, Robert, Roger Ebert called it the best movie of the year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what was that? It follows 2000. Okay. 2000. It follows a fictitious band called Stillwater. Still oh. sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Yes, Michael. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And yep. Uh, you know they they party, they rock, yep. they have some uh, scuffles in between the band members and the manager and this journalist that's following them. That's the main character of the movie. Wow. Yep. And everything kind of all comes together in this iconic scene on the bus. Yes. And, uh, Journalist every time I hear, Oscar, right? Which movie? You're, 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 yeah, I didn't want to go. Oh, oh, Go ahead. Sorry. No, every, every time I hear this song, yeah. you got to think of this movie. Yep. Do you know the movie, Kev? No. See, okay. I know as, the song. As a non-movie lover, right. you would love this movie. Okay. Yeah. It is amazing. Do you want to say, do you say what it is? Go ahead. Elton John, Tiny Dancer. And the movie is and almost famous. Yeah. Uh, okay. Have you seen it? No. Okay. Can't do Cameron Crowe, though, right? Did Kate Hudson win the Oscar, or was she just nominated? Oh, I don't know. There I was can't four remember. nominations. The okay. only one, the win it mentioned was the screenplay. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. So she might have just been nominated, yeah. But that There's was like her coming out, you know, yeah. that was her big yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
It's you would love it. You'd absolutely love it. And there's this scene that Mike was describing where they're just they're all cranky and mad at each other and pissed off and just disagreeing and they all are on this bus traveling and they sing this song. They all start and they all start singing it. and they all fall in love with each other again because they are all bonded by music. Yeah. yeah. By, it's by El- awesome. Elton John. By Elton Tiny John. Dancer. Yeah. And you're right. This is maybe not necessarily for Elton John or for when it came out because it was a huge hit, right? Right, right? But for us, it was made better because of the movie. So I think you are exactly better. on theme. Yeah, yeah, and Elton said that this song, he was extremely pleased with how it's portrayed in the movie. He uh, really appreciated it. And now he plays it in every concert. I guess he didn't before. Oh, no I mean, kidding. played it occasionally, but now it's a staple in his concerts. Didn't know that. That's pretty good. That is cool. One of my favorites. It's a great song. It is a great song. All right, I am not, this is really hard. Now. I'm not going to be able to follow up on you. All three of you guys killed it. Um, all right, I'm going to do this one. I'm going to do this one because I feel like it's a bit continuing in the same vein of what you guys have just played. And I'm trying just to keep up. Okay? <laughs> My first, I guess second, but first pick comes from a movie from 1994. And I'm just going to play it because I want to know honestly if you guys can name the movie from the song or did it have as much of an impact on you as it did for me. Here we go. It was a teenage wedding and the old folks wished them well. You could see that Pierre did truly love the matter. Anyone? What, where, where the movie's from? Yeah. So it's Pulp Fiction. Yes. This is the twist contest for Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jack Rabbit Slims. Yep, 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 Jack yep. Rabbit Slims. Exactly right. So this is Chuck Berry. You never can tell. Which was a huge hit for him. Yep. Um, but I don't think it was as celebrated then as it was after. From that movie. From that movie. From Pulp Fiction. All right. So I definitely saw Pulp Fiction. And had 1994. Sa- and okay. Had the soundtrack. Yeah. So okay. It was right at the end yes. of my... Great soundtrack, by the way. Great and soundtrack. And Quentin Tarantino also. Like some also other directors. very good. Very, very amazing. important. Yeah. Great at yeah. using music, music is, Yeah. Movies. And, right. and yeah. I, you know, even though I knew who Chuck Berry was, I don't think I really started to know his music until the oh, song. Oh, wow. So, yeah. th- see? So, there we go. Yep. So, it actually then def- definitely worked. Okay. Mikey, same thing? 100%. I didn't know the song before the movie. Yeah. And it's now one of my favorite Chuck Berry songs. Great song. I love the piano. All right. Well, and, and I think it helped, you know, Travolta and Uma Thurman, their, their dance and, you know. But he could have picked any twist song for the twist contest. Right. right. This isn't a twist song necessarily, but yet it's perfect for what they do. Yep. It's perfect. Right. And I think that's what's so great about Tarantino, what he's able to do. Like that song, you, if you would have, like if you mute that and play something else while they're dancing, even a twist song, it's too real. It's too like, that's perfect. This is a little off in the best sort of way yep. for that scene, which makes it just perfect. Now my assumption with Tarantino is that he had all of that, including the music choreographed beforehand. In other words, he didn't have them dancing and say, I'll put in the music later. Because his, and I don't know, I'm, I'm getting to a question, but right. because he, the way he writes, he doesn't want people to go off script at all. He, and he's got like Leonardo DiCaprio in his movie, and he's, this guy could just go. Uh, so my assumption is, is that he probably had that music sort already of, in his head. He liked the use of Pierre and Mademoiselle oh. in this French kind of yeah. 50s new wave dance kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some of the dance moves that they do with the, the are are in, are from other movies that he's honestly like referencing and paying homage to. Mm-hmm. Tarantino's amazing. He's amazing, yeah, absolutely yeah, amazing. Yeah, so yeah. That's so crazy. in fact, yeah. and I might be getting this wrong, so people that are out there that know this better, forgive me. There is a French movie in which they dance exactly the same way uh, in this bar. Wouldn't surprise me that yeah. he's having them dance just like that to pay play reference to that movie. That's cool. Which is why he then chose that song. But that's how deep like the references go. Wow. Yeah. Very cool. cool. Very cool. All right. All right. Kev, you're up. Okay. All right, Kev. My next song, it's memorable to me for not just one movie, but two movies. You ready? Ooh, a twofer. Wow. Okay. You know it yet? I know it. I'm just trying to think of the movies. Oh, I got it, I think. All right, so this is, I'm wrong, I'm wrong. of course, 
Tequila. Tequila. Yep. By the Champs. The Champs. The B side to the hit that they really wanted, but the DJ played the wrong side. And then everyone liked this. Which is no such way. Yeah. From so from nineteen fifty eight. Yeah, fifty eight. Oh wow. Um, it's considered kind of like surf rock. Yeah, right? for sure. Um, and it, it's essentially an instrumental, right? Except for, of course, the one occasional the outburst one word, when they say yep. tequila. Yeah. Um, hit number one on both the pop and R&B Billboard 100 charts. I didn't know it hit number one. Hit wow. number one on both wow. charts. Um, so, and actually, it's in more than just two movies. Uh, pause sure. for just one second, please. Tequila. Okay, go there you go. go. There you go. <laughs> so it's in more than just than just two movies, but can you guys guess at least one of the two that it's prominent? To I me? can only think of one. Okay, what's the one you? I, I have one in mind, but I think I'm wrong. Go ahead. Can I, I, I know one. Yeah, go ahead. It is it a Pee Wee Herman movie? Yes, that was what yeah. I was saying. Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Pee Wee's Big Adventure. That's it. Okay. That's what I was going with. But is it? If you do, Mike. That yeah, was yours? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If there's a second, I don't know it. So no, well, let, me, let me talk about Pee-wee's Big Adventure. So that, it, that came out in 1985. Okay. Um, depicted a dapper man who wore gray suits and a red bow tie. What a stud. And he had both a st- strange and childlike voice, right? And mannerisms that were just just totally yeah. bizarre, right? Right. Yeah. Um, and he had his ornate red bicycle. Pause. Tequila. Right. Okay, go ahead. Good. We should have well, got some done. Patron. Thank you. Don't uh, yeah, we should have. Yeah. I mean, uh, we got LaCroix. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Dry January. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, so his bicycle stolen. He goes on a cross-country search for it. Um, as a psychic told him, of course, uh, told him that it's in the in the basement of the Alamo, right? Yeah, that I was, remember that. That was the whole. Oh that was the whole premise. Yeah, you're okay. um, and of course, there is no basement in the Alamo, right? In San Antonio, right? So it's a whimsical movie for sure. Yeah, um, but Pee Wee, he was played by a guy named Paul Rubens. Um, when this song, when the song comes on, um, he goes into a biker bar, uh, trying to make a phone call, and ticks off the <laughs> Satan's helpers, or the name <laughs> of the biker gang, right? <laughs> and so he. he you know, he, he walks his way out. He knocks over all their motorcycles. They grab uh, him. They yeah, throw him back yeah, in the bar. Yeah. And the only way that he, you know, he, he asked if he had one last request. And with that, he wanted to try to win them over by drops a quarter in the jukebox, cues this song, <laughs> grabs the platform shoes from the, uh, from the cook that dropped the guy like, like, like six inches, right? Right. Um, gets up on the bar and does the most bizarre dance. Yes. To this song, do you right. remember that? The, I, vaguely, yeah. where he's like, yeah. he's like, he's like, I'm trying to. How do I describe he, it? Like he's in front of him, then he, then behind him, his yeah. hands so, yes. behind him, and his hands in front of him, then his yes. hands behind him, pointing, right. with his point, with his kind of pointing, right? right. Like, so he's kind of like like balling his fist up and and you know hitting them together, shaking yeah. them together, shaking them the back, yeah. shaking them back, and then you know tiptoeing <laughs> on these platform <laughs> shoes, and he wins over the bikers with this dance. Because that would, yeah, that the makes dance sense. as you would, yeah, yeah absolutely. Right. Yeah. So you know, these days, I know my kids did that floss dance, right? And what's the new one? gritty or whatever okay um so but this was like our version of that right every kid in america you're right, you're yes, right about that yeah, yeah. yes yep, you're right. right you're right that's um, funny so but, but I mean, wait there's a second movie so if there were tiktoks today for sure we don't you know oh for sure the, I, or TikToks it was back, the, i shouldn't say tiktoks back then for sure everybody would be doing this dance yeah. right but yes there's a second movie uh the big no. any, any guesses no peewee's big house no no, it's P- not a second P- Pee Wee P- Herman. It's not a no. second uh, Pee Wee Herman. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right. I thought you were talking about the sequel. Oh, no, no, no. no. Se- the second movie, the, the <laughs> song. Yeah. You guys remember a movie called The Sandlot? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Sure. So that's the movie about the guy who's yes. recollecting his summer as a fifth oh, grader. Yeah. Yes. Uh, when his mom remarries, they move to a new neighborhood. His indoctrination to hanging it out with the local that, kids. It is in Playing that. baseball in that eponymous Sandlot. Yeah. Um, and that's the highlight of like his life, right? Yes. Was that summer? Yes. Um, do you remember when the song was used? I don't at all. When they were first were playing baseball, maybe it was like it's a flyover of the field or something. No, I, no I'm thinking no. that it's like what, what year was that? Did that come out? 1993. 93. Okay, because I was thinking about like the um, like just all everything, the montage together, and they're probably running from the dog. But I'm 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 guessing. No, no what was it? No. So if you remember, one of the boys brings a bag of red band chewing tobacco to a local carnival. Oh my gosh. Yep. None yes. of them obviously try. They're, they're all 12 year olds, right? Yeah. So none of, or 10, 11, 12, you know, in, in that range. None of them have ever tried tobacco before, right? But hey, all the major leaguers do it. So why shouldn't they? <laughs> right. Um, so they all load up with a big old <laughs> wad of chaw in their cheek and they go on a ride called the Trabant. Oh. It's a circular ride where you sit oh, on a padded bench and the machine right. rotates and tilts like, like, like a tilt a whirl, yeah, right? right? Essentially. Um, it's super high speed. 
So what makes it so memorable, the song, is that you know at first the kids are giddy, right? Yep. Uh, with, with excitement, and then about thirty seconds in, as soon as like in, in tequila, like that horn is really, nah, 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 yeah, you know, yeah. blasting, right. <laughs> all seven of those boys' faces turn white as ghosts, and their expressions looked absolutely pain from the nausea when that tobacco is finally setting <laughs> oh, in. Yeah. Right. And of course they end up up chucking all over the, the side of the ride. That's right. Um, and, and again, the, the song is, just, is, is blaring it at that point. It keeps getting louder and louder. Yeah. But yeah, you know, just so memorable for, for hearing these kids. Like, I don't remember that until you described it. Right. Me too. Yeah. Um, here, here's a few of the other movies that this was in. It was in Breakfast at Tiffany's at the party. Wow. That, oh, no kidding. Um, no kidding. That she had. Wow. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from 1990. Okay. Um, Strictly Ballroom. Never saw it. No. From 1992. And it was in Ben Stiller's Night at the Museum in 2006. So, oh, wow. tequila wow. is... It's funny that we all thought of Pee-wee, though, first. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Pee-wee. Pee-wee. Right? Yeah. Probably wow. because of our, 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 our ages and, yeah. and, and, and the yeah. dance and, and, and what it did. So, tequila is very much a fixture in, uh, in celluloid popular culture. Now, that is one of the songs I did know before... It came out in the movie, mm. and I will okay. say it was bigger because of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Okay, so I I was just thinking, like, not necessarily things that were overly meaningful to me. Actually, you know what? I'll I'll switch it up, and, and I was going to go with something else, but I will say this one, uh, this song. I, I don't think my guess is that you guys won't recognize this, but when I hear this song, this is the first time I was introduced to, oddly enough, to this artist who I love so much one of my top favorite artists now and 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 jason will know very very well uh but i didn't really know much about him before this movie came out but this was the song and uh we'll see if you guys can i I don't think you'll know the movie but i'll explain go ahead i know the song right away it's al green yep yeah yep this is al green tired of being alone Um, dead presidents Yep. Is it? Yeah. Right? So, yeah. That, man, well done, well, both we, of this you. Was, this was big for me and Mike. Yes. We, we loved this. So this soundtrack came out, and I was obsessed. Ooh. This soundtrack and Crooklyn are the two soundtracks that really got me into deeper soul. Like, really? oh my gosh, let me listen to more Isaac Hayes. Let me listen to more. I mean, Stevie I was already into, but like right. Al Green and some of these other things. And this, I, I, So when I hear this song, of course I just love the song, but the scene is... Um, uh, Chris Tucker is in the movie, and they've they've already, you know, I, I don't want to give any spoilers for those of you who want to go back and watch Judd Presidents, but but anyway, he's he is they've already sold the money, and he is one of the guys who's doing these, and he's in his room, and they find him with a heroin needle in his arm, and on the screen is Soul Train, and this song is playing, yes. and it's just a, I think it's a it's an interesting moment to me because he's talking about tired of being alone, and the guy there is a, as a heroin addict has overdosed. Do you remember overdosed. being that? moving of a scene for you as it was for me that particular scene yes yes and that's why this song stands out because it's like and i think it's because the way they bust in and the song's playing and and chris tucker i think at that point i could be wrong had already been in um what's it called with jackie chan Um, oh i don't know rush Rush hour rush hour yeah i don't know if rush hour came out before that or not I don't, after, know. I don't know, but I remember us seeing the movie. It was it was, yeah. it was a big deal. Yeah, and I remember you. I think bought the soundtrack. I think I did. I think you Oof. bought the. I think the soundtrack is amazing. It is, yeah. But anyway, so I that, remember the Dead Presidents being in your library. Isaac Hayes is on there too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Great. Sly. Sly and Kelly Stone. So I don't. I, I'm breaking the rules here. I don't think this song was made bigger by the movie at all. But for you, all. it was. It brought you here. But for me, it, it got me. To, to it opened up yeah. a whole lot of uh, of that's, music. That's on theme. Yeah. And that's that, on theme. Yeah. And, and and that's great that it did that because yeah. what what an awesome genre the whole. Oh gosh! Soul oh my gosh! And, and all the springs. So I was at that point. I really was like I loved soul music, but soul music to me was Motown. You know, I right. loved right. I loved Smokey. I loved Marvin. I loved Stevie. Um, but those are all entries. Yeah, yeah, those are all like surface soul. Absolutely. Pop, popular right. soul. Right. It's not deep, right. deep soul. Right. right. Al's so the first this, step this down. This song hit me on oof, and then I started to dig in. So anyway. Yeah, so great. Awesome. great. Great call. All right, Mikey, you are next. Where are you taking us? I am, uh, I'm going to change my order because I'm following Seth. Oh, okay. All right, nice. Uh, this song, uh, well, the movie was, came out in 1993. It's, uh, it's a, okay. So it's a drama in South Central LA. Okay. Uh, directed Ooh. by the Hughes brothers. Ooh. Uh-oh. Yes, sir. Okay. 
called Menace to Society. Oh. Okay. So and uh, early on in the movie, the uh, main protagonist, uh, Kane, and his cousin get carjacked. And his cousin ends up dying on the street there. And so later on in the movie, Kane and uh, a couple of his other friends go out to oh, seek dog. revenge. Yeah. O-Dog driving <laughs> yeah. his uh, yeah. Buick Regal Turbo. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they're arguing in the car over who's going to do it. You know, if there's kids out there, should they do it? And, you know, just a bad scene that you don't want to be yeah. in. And this song comes on, first time I ever heard the song. And to me, it's special. I just, every time yeah. I hear the song, I think of this scene in this movie. And uh, by the same artist you just talked about. Okay. This is uh, Love and Happiness by Al Green. Yeah, oh, I love this song. Really? I'm t- picturing the scene. So this, this little intro, this isn't in the movie. It's yeah. right after this. Yep. Right. Where it kicks in. Yeah. 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 It's so memorable. Something that can make you do wrong. I'm so surprised you guys went so back good. to back like that with Al. He's nice. amazing. Good call. So if I'm going to be honest, I have an Al song as well. Ooh. I honestly let's it, do. Let's make it. Let's make it. Do it. Should we? Back to back to back. Okay. All right. Let's do. Let's finish Mikey's and we'll go straight to mine. Right here is where it kicks yeah. in the movie. Yes. That guitar riff oh, is right? awesome. So good. And then the and then the keys. I mean, yo, on the on the on the organ. Yes, the organ. Oh God. And the horns. So good. So, he is amazing. Wait, did you do Al Green yet as a um, as a podcast? No, no, no. Okay. I I I wanted to do it, and I have it almost done. Oh, but I haven't done it yet. Okay. And his story, by the way, is incredible. I bet. Yeah, really? it's incredible. Wow. Yeah, and how he just decided to give it all up and become a reverend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah is an incredible yeah. story. Oh, it's one we got to tell. So, like Seth's. I don't think this necessarily made the song bigger, but it introduced me to it, and the movie's special to me. Okay. And and that's my choice. All right. That is a great let movie. Me, let me quickly piggyback off of that, too, then. Okay, because I have this Al song, which I have to admit, like you, Mike, and you, Seth, I want to say that this made me go down the same type of soul rabbit hole that I was like, wait a minute, there's more than just... The people that you mentioned, like right. Jackson Five and Stevie, and and some of the the, what's the right way to say it? More popular R and B, but yeah. yet that don't have the deep deep soul. Yep. So this was the one for me, and I think this is um this was, I think for me definitely made better in the movie. And every time I hear the song, even though now I'm an incredible huge Al fan, I still think of the movie. And yet again, it's Paul. Paul Fiction. Are you going back to Paul Fiction? Uh, I'm sorry, but it is this scene. I didn't. Any other song in that scene isn't the same scene. Man, this is my wife and I. This is our uh, the song that we exited our our wedding reception. Oh no, kidding! Mike, would you agree with me on the Paul Fiction on this particular scene? Kev, perfect, 100, 100, right? Okay, all right. What a what a song. Can I steal it and just can say that wasn't my real one and just give you one more? Since we, we have to just do this, I okay, guess. Right okay, Come all on. right, all right. Um, there's no way that anyone, and this is my opinion, there's no way anyone could hear this song and think of anything other than Reservoir Dogs. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Yep. Any, again, any other song, yeah. when he is doing his little dance about to torture this man and he's cutting his ear off and he's dancing in front of him to this song. Yeah. I forgot this, you know, something some big, something sounds of the 70s on the, on the radio. On the radio, yeah, yeah. And this is the song that's on. It is eerie, like creepy and scary and funny all at the same time. Yeah, yeah. It's There's a lot of emotions. Perfect. A lot it's of emotions. perfect. That, yeah. yeah, it's not just, it's, it's not, we, 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 we could, we're gonna, Man crush all over Tarantino tonight, but it's not right. just the 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 words that he writes for the actors to say. Right, it is no. the entire emotions that he evokes with everything the the sounds, the sights, everything. Yeah, it's yeah. just perfect. Yeah. Who was the DJ of the radio? Stephen Wright. Stephen Wright. Ah. Very good. <laughs> yeah. And the song. Oh, sorry, and the song is Steeler's Wheel, stuck in the middle with you, which yeah. I believe. I believe we talked about Steelers, but I think this is also part of, of our 
uh, when we did the Yacht Rock podcast. Did we bring them up? Because Jerry Rafferty. Jerry Rafferty? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yes, Jerry oh. Rafferty. And he has said, if I'm not mistaken, he wanted to make a song that had a bit of a Dylan-like tonality yeah. oh, to yeah. it. And if, you, and if you think about it, it's a little bit of a Dylan, right? the way that he yes. sings. Yeah. So yes. this, this for me, has to, has to be... I, I can't think of anything else but... I thought it was Dylan for the longest time. Oh, did you really? Yeah, I'm, I'm that guy. I, I I thought it was. I don't know a lot about Steelers Wheel other than this song. Yeah. Yep. But that's kinda, it. Might be it might be a one hit wonder. It that might Jer- be. And then Jerry right, went. Jerry, Jerry went, went off on his solo and, and did his own yeah. thing. Yeah. All right. Good call. So yeah, that, nice. that's mine. I, I kind of did a two good. for there. But Kev, nah, you're that's up. good. That's good. All right. My final song that is more memorable because of its use in a movie um, is this one here. See if you can spot it and the movie. Okay. So let me, and then he kissed me. This is the crystals by the crystals. Yes. Nice. Um, Nineteen sixty-three. You got it. Nineteen sixty-three. Come on. Me. Reach number six on the Billboard Top 100. I'm um, going to tell you, I don't know the movie. And so, well, I got to tell you, I think that like our parents, especially, are going to say, "How how could you think that the movie made this song bigger?" Because I think it was a pretty big song when it came out, right? Okay, for sure. Um, so the further accolades, Pitchfork Media named it the number 18 ranked tune of, in their top 200 songs of the 60s. Billboard named it the number eight girl group song of all time. Oh, wow. It was, again, very popular Yep, um, and very well known, but I didn't know it until I saw it in this movie. And can you guys guess which one? Mikey's got Mikey? it. He's got, he's got a face on it. Can, Seth, do you no know? No idea. No clue. I don't think I do. No clue. When you say it, maybe I'll, maybe I'll get there. But... Adventures in Babysitting. Adve- yes. Oh, never <laughs> Adventures in Babysitting. <laughs> What's wow. the scene? And of course, my brother remember this one well, because we watched this movie at least 50 times, I think. Really? Definitely. Oh, oh, yeah. It was big in, big in <laughs> um, so a little bit about the movie. It was released in 1987. Um, it was a story about 17-year-old Christine Chris, as she went by Parker, who was played by Elizabeth Shue. So she gets jilted by her boyfriend for an anniversary date. It was probably like a three month anniversary date. Remember when we were kids? Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, like the oh. monthly anniversaries oh. meant something. Of course. And I've been yeah. married like twenty years now. I can barely remember the annuals. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah. you know that's that was so important when you were seventeen, right? Sure. We're celebrating six months. Um, that's so funny. But yeah, listen, passage of time, thirty three RPM, right? It was, that's it was, right. That's right. So that's yeah. right. It was yeah. a big um, deal. Yeah. So her mom instead convinces her to babysit the neighbor kids. And of course, trouble ensues when her best friend is stuck in a bind in downtown Chicago. Chris loads up the kids in the car uh, to go rescue her. So she ends up getting a flat tire. Does she have to go to like a blues bar? So her, her, her and the kids get inadvertently brought into a tow truck driver's lover's quarrel. <laughs> and from that, they then get locked in the trunk of a car, which is stolen by a car thief, who brings it to this like giant chop shop operation that's there. Oh my Somehow God, they right. escape from that. End up on stage uh, at, at a Chicago blues yep, club. That's right. That's and have right. to sing their way yes. to exit stage right. Um, they un- unintentionally get in the middle of a gang fight on the Chicago L train. Yep. Um, wind up at a frat party at one point where Chris meets a frat boy who donates $45 to the cause <laughs> so that she can get her flat tire finally fixed and get it out of, uh, of the impound where it is. Um, and then eventually the youngest child is like hanging out of a Chicago office building. <laughs> and the, the other kids and Chris are trying to pull, it, you know, pull, pull her out. They finally rescue her, um, and so and then they get the car back, return home. So it was truly adventures in babysitting. Um, so the song, yeah, when is yeah, it it, it bookends the movie. Okay, oh, so okay. in the beginning, in the opening credits, Chris is lip syncing. There's another lip syncing thing, okay, right where she's lip syncing to the song um, as she's getting ready for her date. Right, traipsing around, Got dancing it. to it. She pulls out her dress, and you know she's gonna wear for the night. When they talk about and and I'll be his bride, you know she puts oh, right, she, she right, puts right, the, right, her, her right. lacy white curtain over her head. Is you know there there she is going down the, you know going to the chapel so to say, going to get married. Um, but yeah, lip syncing tunes, really big thing in the eighties. Um, and then of course at the end when the frat boy returns and, and they meet up again, uh, you know they cue that song and of course he kisses her and, that, and there's the thing. So I, I would have told you it was in a movie and I could okay. that I couldn't yeah. remember. Well, right. hold that thought. Uh oh. Because I didn't realize it was in another movie too, and it is, and it's a much more famous movie. Really, I, I thought it was on your wall, and it's not. Um, and I have to say, I am totally, for, I totally forgot it. I'm glad you guys did too. Um, do you want to know what the movie is? Wait, can you give yeah. us a small hint? Wait a minute. So I yeah. again, I thought it was on your wall. Okay. Mm. Uh, 
and I, but you have Godfather there. This is in the same vein. Oh, it's not Goodfellas. A, it's in, it's in Goodfellas? Goodfellas. By the way, Goodfellas yeah. is on the wall. Oh, it is on the wall. Goodfellas is on the oh, wall. So I'm wrong. But you, so movie. you know the the picture with the dog, and uh, one dog's going one way and one dog's going the other way. That's from Goodfellas. I did not know that. When they go to the mom's house and they're sitting around eating, Eat, it's like three what, in the morning or Joe whatever Pesci's it was, and the guy's food? in the trunk. Yeah. So that's, good. that's the picture that she's. Oh, man, my mom's been painting. That's the painting. So that's why there's probably a lot of your listeners are gonna be like, I can't. That's believe, when they're I, walking through the thing, it's isn't when they're it? Walking through the yeah. fancy restaurant, right? And they go through the like fancy restaurant slash performance hall, and he walks through the back door and the kitchen. You know, goes through the kitchen. The two people are necking on the side, and he goes, "Hey, you two kids, get a room, huh?" You know, and then he's. He, he, after he goes through the kitchen, the maitre d comes right out. You know, and they oh, yes. oh, Mr. Hill. You know, brings the, the uh, table, brings the table, yeah, puts yeah, it yeah, right yeah, down yeah, in that's front. Right, and um, and the mafiosos send him a drink and wave. And that's when Karen, who was his yep. the first date they were on, right? I'm so st- mad at myself, stupefied at this. And she says, uh, you know, the first class treatment that she's getting. She asks, "So, what do you do for a living?" And Henry classic Henry Hill classically says, "I'm in construction." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't believe that I forgot about that. Um, oh my god! Now that's right. I got of course. one, and I have one more, just one more tidbit about this song. Did okay. You, did you know there is a counterpoint song from the male perspective? Wait, I'm gonna start playing it. No, I didn't know this. You know who sang? No. Tell me if you can guess who sings it. All right, hold on, let me hear it. So the guy's answer. The to name this. of the song is. Then I kissed oh, her. Oh, wait, is this? Yeah. It sounds like the Beach Boys. Oh, it's the Beach Boys. Is it? Wow. Yeah, it sounds so familiar. I never heard this. Never heard this. Didn't know this existed. Wait a minute. No kidding. I've heard it, but I never really put this? two and two together. Yes, and I've never put two and two together. Never heard this in my life. So Wow, Kev, you're teaching me great stuff. Obviously not <laughs> as important or, or, or as big as, as the original. Uh, or you know, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. As the girl side of it. But yes, they did decide to do the counterpoint. Great it was one. the Beach Boys. And uh, so then he kissed me. It was not in just one, but two important movies from my youth that one of them nice. I didn't know until I researched oh, this. Smokes. By the way, Scorsese, another guy who, yeah. like Tarantino, great, great uses music. It's in such in a every way. one of his movies. Yeah, you know what's cool about that? I don't know if you know this. He's really great friends with Robbie Robertson, who is the guitarist of the band. From the band, and they made the movie called The Last Waltz. Which, if you if you're a band fan or even a music fan from that genre of that era, it's worth seeing. It's really, really, really good. But Robbie Robertson helps Scorsese kind of score all of his films, even still to this day. No kidding. Yeah. Robert oh, that's really yeah, cool. it's really cool. All right, Ooh. Seth. So I think I'm up here, and uh, this is not. You know, I've I've kind of gone um, rogue. Yeah, well, I, I've gone with things that like not necessarily. You know, I realize it's more about me, but I will <laughs> say there's a couple on here that I'm choosing from because this is the the last round, right? Or, or, uh, sure, sure. Yes, I sure, mean, unless okay. there's one you okay. have to do. Well, yes. no, but but I will say that this isn't a favorite of mine. But I feel like um, the movie itself. Uh, you would think of this. okay, and there's a couple on here that fall into that room, uh, into that realm. But this made it again. If I wow, yeah. So we covered this on our samples podcast. Oh yeah, I yes. And, and I wouldn't have known it any other way. Yeah, we covered it on our. So I Covers podcast. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. What did I say? Samples. Samples. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> um, it's definitely better. It's a better version. It's a better song. Well, she made and she this made it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now, if if you're a country music fan, maybe you disagree. I don't know, but I I don't, I don't know. think you can. I, mean, I don't her, think there's anyone that can Whitney's say that Whitney didn't sing better. Come on. Yeah. She killed it. She and I just think it. that movie, like, because, so when I'm thinking about the criteria. This came out, and and because it was in that movie, yeah, it wasn't written for the movie. Because it was in that movie, it became it was huge. Yes, right. I'll uh, give you that. It came out That's in ninety two. Was the bodyguard? Yep. Um, and I don't have on here where it reached in the in the billboards. I had no. It was it was had had enormous. Had been like for a week, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. for sure. Right, right, for right, sure. Right, right, right. All right, good call. Yep, that definitely deserves it. All right, all right, good one, good one, Michael. 
All right. You know. Okay, so this one is really a personal pick. Okay. It's a 2001 movie that bombed at the box office. Okay. It later did better in video sales and is now considered a cult classic and one of my top really? 10 movies. Whoa. Top 10 movies. Ooh. Really? Yep. Yep. Oof. Okay. In fact, this soundtrack is fantastic, and I could have picked at least three songs from this movie. What? Wow. Yeah. I'm excited to hear this. Oh, okay. Well. But the one I'm picking is um, as the main character and the surrounding cast go through. So it's a, it's, it's a little background. It's a sci-fi dark comedy. Sci-fi dark And this, this guy, it's a coming of age as well. And it's a high school student who's a little, he's a strange person. And, okay, um, I got it. And all, yeah? all, the, all the other cast members are just walking through this high school into different areas. And you see all the different characters in, in their little cliques and what's going on in the movie and in their, in their lives. A lot of them are troubled. And the director said he specifically picked this song with this choreographed two-minute full-frame Oh, like steady shot, like steady one shot, shot. Oh, one wow. shot yeah. of the entire high school. And, uh, and I think the song fits perfectly. Um, I knew the song before. It's a big song. My daughter likes the movie as well. She did not know the song hmm. before okay. this movie. Okay. So well, I so think wait, it counts in that way. You knew the song before the movie? Really? Yeah, you, you I, know the movie. I know the movie and the song, and I did not know the song. No, before. no, I don't know either. I think I don't think you're thinking the same thing. Uh oh, maybe I'll think about it. You right. definitely knew the song. Oh, okay, okay. I okay. think play the song. So this is um, a song from the movie Donnie Darko, and I'll give you uh. the title in a bit. Oh, uh. phenomenal! Great movie, by the way. Underappreciated. Did it not do well at the box office? No, half a million bucks. I mean, no kidding. Yeah. Wow. Wow. You you know what song I'm thinking of then from the movie, right? From this movie? Yeah. Let this play. Probably build right here. Absolutely love it. All right, tell, so say what it is. Say what the song is, please. So the song is "Head Over Heels" by Tears for Fears. Yes, their best song, I think. I think I think we debated. We, this we actually we had this debate. We did, right? Yes, and it's not their best song. <laughs> Come on, it's it's what second. Is? I think it is. You guys both did you not? You didn't agree with me on the same album. It's track three. What was this? What was everybody wants to rule? Everybody the world? wants to rule the world. This is track seven. Ooh, that one's everybody good too. wants that to rule the world is is better. The build is better. That's a bigger song, but this is. Absolutely, really close, and especially now that you're playing it for me right now. And the hook is better in this one. I'll give you that. Yes. Phenomenal. All right, all right. So I'm going to give you a little one more tidbit from this movie. Okay. And Kevin, it might be the song Kevin's talking about. Okay. So in the original movie, the opening scene where Donnie is laying on the street and he's yeah, you know, he's kind of passed out and wakes up and rides his bike home is um, Echo and the Bunny Man. Killing time. The killing. The killing time. I don't know that. So another great song. Okay. Okay. But in the director's cut, he decided to change the opening song to um, "In Excess." Oh, is that what you're thinking of, Kev? No. Were you, wait, were you guys first off before Love you said "Excess"? Were you guys thinking of the same movie? Yes. <sighs> I ne- never tear us apart. It, oh, okay. 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 And okay. It, actually, it actually fits better, song. but they're both. They both work great. It's it's really amazing. But go ahead with your song. Well, here the song that I thought from the movie is a movie that I think is would have fit in if we do covers that are better than their originals part two. Right. Okay. Mad World by Gary Jules. Yeah, that, that so it's four songs. <laughs> no yeah. kidding. So Donnie Darko, like it's a big deal. Some great tunes of Donnie wow. Darko. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. Wow. Great call. Um <laughs> I want to give one honorable mention, and if you guys want to do honorable mention, you're more than welcome to, but I can't hear this song any other way than in this movie, and that's The Departed. Oh, yeah. You're right. It's almost like... It's the, Dropkick Murphy's in it. It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah, almost like it the is. theme song. You're right. To, yes, it is. Wait, yes. which, which movie is it from? The Departed. Never Scorsese. Scorsese. You haven't seen The Departed. Oh, you no. really should. Stop. 
and Leonardo Le- DiCaprio. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, yeah. So you know right. it's, like a, it's like Jack, a huge cast. Oh, yeah. Right? Jack, Jack, Jack Nicholson. Nicholson. What, did it win the, win oh, the Academy yeah. Award? Oh, I don't know if it won. It was definitely oh, some, nominated, though. So yeah. Probably somebody from it won yes. the Academy yeah. Award. Yeah. yeah, great movie. Um, do you know where I know this song from? Oh, no. Go ahead. NHL 98. <laughs> oh. The video game. Which the video pro- game. Which is probably the last time I played video games was in 1998. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This to me plays the pens. Yeah, prob- probably the pens. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's before yeah. the lightning were too big. Now I'm a lightning. So yeah, that's to me the Departed soundtrack. I can almost like envision what's going on right? while that song plays. Yeah, that Any other honorable so mentions that need good. to be uh, shared? Do you, do you have a song that you're going out on? Yes, you do. Yeah. Do um, you want to take one out? I mean, do you no, want to do it? No, no, no. no, no, no. Okay. Can, right. I, can, I, can I play one song? Absolutely. That, yeah. and it, so it, it violates the rule. Okay. However, when I first started thinking about this um, uh, about this podcast, this song to me is one that I would have never, you know, I, I definitely did not know before the movie came out. Oh, we it, might be thinking of the same one. All right, let me, let me play it for you. But, but again, but this was, I mean, this this was for the movie though. Have we talked about? It's the same one. <laughs> Los Lobos. Los Lobos. Oh, okay. La oh, right. I don't yeah. think I would have ever known Richie Valens or his story or nope. this song if it wasn't for the movie. No way. How big no of a deal was this movie during yeah, our time? You're right. It was huge. Yeah, you're right. I think I saw would it three Buddy times Holly in the and, yeah. 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 Would yeah, we yeah. have known that? That story. No. Would we have known that story? Probably not. No. Nah. And no, I, I, I will say this movie is one of the biggest influences on me with my love for music. No kidding. And really? especially the fact that I've gone back, you know, and, and I love stuff from the 50s and, yep. and, and, you know, we did the Mount Rushmore of the 50s, right? Yeah. This movie helps, I mean, absolutely put this whole genre on the map for me and I would have never known it without Los Lobos singing wow. La Bamba. Do you think the Richie Valens version is better though? I do now. Yeah, I do now, right. But, but back right. then, no, because... Do you remember seeing the Los Lobos like on MTV? They were huge. Yeah. Like They made a video for this yeah. and everything. Like it was, it was massive at the time. And it's another great soundtrack, too. Um, and, and there's so many memorable scenes. You know, yeah. um, in fact, uh, what's, what's the song? Um, it's not Slow Hand. Uh, when, when, when Richie dies... And Bob is, you know, oh, uh, oh, kneeling oh. down. Um, it's Santo and Johnny. Oh, Sleepwalk. Sleepwalk. Yeah. Yep. 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 Another that's one. That's right. Yeah. I forgot about so that, that was too. Your going out one. Oh, now I got, I got another going out one. Do you got to right. get honorable mention? I've got a ton. Go ahead. Uh, how many? How many want me to go? G- uh, give me one honorable mention yeah. then. If you something yet, yeah, just give me the song. I mean, this is. This is one that I feel like just uh, speaks to. I, I won't even say anything about it. Here we go. Okay, go. Watch. Yep. Yeah, wow. You know what? This might be in that same category, too. I know it from the movie. Right. First. And maybe I, I because would, of when I grew up, I knew it from the movie first. Would we, but have, then it's would like, we have really, would it have been as big? I think it became bigger because of it. And actually, you know what, let me tell you. This came out in 1975. It reached number nine on the charts in 1975. Yep. Okay. In 92, when Wayne's World came out, it went up to number two. Wow. So it was higher in the charts after Wayne's World than it was when it initially came out. They killed it picking this song and doing, I mean, doing what they scene, did. Perfect. You remember that scene, right? Oh, oh yeah. it's this, so good. It, it was on my short list. Was it? Oh, yeah. Same, same with go. me. This was my backup in case you guys had one of mine. No way. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. I yeah. feel like it has to be. But anyway. Yeah. All right. so Bohemian that that deserves to be mentioned. Then Absolutely. in that same light, if I may, Mikey, do you have an honorable mention you'd like to do? I have a quick one. All right, go ahead. Can, yeah, yeah, go. You can go ahead. This was my backup. Backup for the backup. Um, <laughs> and I, just great movie. I knew nothing of this song. And I just, rem- you and I saw the movie together in the theater. Oh, okay. Oh, and cool. I just thought the scene it was in and the setting and the song just fit perfectly. And this song just stuck with me ever since. I bought, I bought the soundtrack. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Great one. Kevin going to be able to guess the movie because I think yes. he would have sh- oh he would because, because I have we had the soundtrack I think I had the soundtrack too yeah. in 19, 1994 is the yep. year of the movie right yep. four so Forrest Gump For, yeah uh, that was a great that soundtrack scene, but the soundtrack is so good it's, it's unbelievable it's yeah. almost it's it's two CDs remember it's yeah, two it CDs is. the blue yeah, and the red yeah. I think it was or yeah. something, yeah. Right? something like yeah, that yeah. absolutely correct 
So Buffalo Springfield. Buffalo Springfield. Yep. For what it's worth. For what it's worth. This is the war scene, right? When the war scene. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Even though it's really about the L.A. riots. The song. Or, the song itself. The song. Yeah, right. Right. Correct. Right. 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 Correct. Yeah. Amazing song. Wow. All right. Steven let me. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let me give you. Uh, Great song. Good one. Let me Good give one. you one that has to be done. It's. It's not my favorite. It's not um, a song that I listen to a lot. But it's a song that I think needs to be mentioned uh, in this context and considering what we're doing, and that is this song. Yeah. Kevin, do you Past know Time Paradise by Stevie Wonder. <laughs> or? Coolio? Coolio? <laughs> yeah. Gangster's Paradise. From Dangerous, Dangerous Minds was 1995. Was this made for Sorry. the movie or not? It was not made for the movie. No kidding. I know. Because that no came kidding. up on my list and I'm like, no, that was made, that had to be made for because the movie. Because the, w- yeah. when he did the video though, wasn't all the scenes all from the movie? Yeah. yeah. So Stevie Wonder received writing credits for nice. sampling Pastime yep. Paradise. Yep. The song though had to be changed because he said he wouldn't want to have any profanity associated with wow. and Coolio had written a bunch of uh, freestyle um, lyrics that had profanity so you, you got to remove it. Um, but he was actually very proud of it, Stevie Wonder, yeah. afterwards, and it was a humongous hit for Coolio. In yeah. fact, it was top 100. No, it was number one in the top 100. It sold two and a half million copies. It won Best Solo Rap Performance, Grammy, Record of the Year nominated for a Grammy. Wow. It was Best Rap Video for MTV, mm-hmm. and it was number one in Australia, Austria, Belgium, Canada, Denmark, your, uh, the Europe hot charts, Finland, France, Germany, Iceland, Italy, all the way down. Yeah, this I heard song the was loved it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard. That's what you heard. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the rumor. Yeah, it is huge. That now, is huge. I ask you this as such a Stevie fan: Is it better? No, no. Oh no. come on! No. Are, are right. we no. not going to have that it debate? Was we, so no. no, we're not going to have the debate. But I say that to say it was way more critically acclaimed. Like well, well way more celebrated. How about this though? It made me appreciate Pastime Paradise a lot more. I hear that now, and I oh, go, going Oof. back and go, yeah. Which, yeah. which one did you know first? Uh, Gangsters Paradise. So did I. Yep. And then I so knew. I. You know what? Honestly, embarrassingly enough, I knew Amish Paradise by Weird Al <laughs> before I knew Stevie Wonder's version. I was gonna say, can I tell you? I knew this one first too. Did before, you really? Yes. Past time. Yeah, because I hadn't listened to the whole. Song yeah, right. Yet. I, I wasn't right. listening quite to full albums yet. Right, right, like, right. When this came you. out, That's at least not good. as many. And I'm kind of the novice. I just. Heard the Stevie Wonder one with within the last two months for the oh, first, no first time ever. <laughs> no I didn't, kidding. I didn't know. It it's almost weird hearing it now, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. You're like, why is Stevie sampling? Cool yeah, it's right. <laughs> it's kind of backwards, and that's how right. big of a song it was. Yeah. I think for You're our right. generation. You're right. All right. Well, I'm going to take us out on a song that doesn't uh, meet the criteria. But if I didn't play it, I feel like we wouldn't be doing it justice because it's such a huge song from a movie that I think needs to be played. So with this, I will say thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Look, if you had this is Lose Yourself by shot. Eminem, as Kevin One looks at me with a puzzled face. Sees <laughs> everything you ever wanted. One moment. You have to know this. To capture the song? Yeah. Just I know the song. Yo. Not the movie, though. Yeah. His palms are sweaty. Knees weak. Arms are heavy. From 8 Mile. on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. He's nervous. But on the surface, he looks calm and ready to drop palms. But he keeps on forgetting what he wrote down. The whole crowd goes so loud. He opens his mouth. But the words won't come out. He's choking how. Everybody's